The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Broadcasting live from the Toscano Cigar Soundstage in Salem, New Hampshire, USA. And broadcasting around the world, this is the Cigar Authority. Transmitting since 2010, the Cigar Authority is the longest-lasting cigar podcast ever. Grab a cigar and light them up, light them up, light them up. This is the Cigar Authority. Saturday, June 6, 2020, live from the Toscano Cigar Soundstage. Does the burn of your cigar affect the taste? And what does a bad burn mean? How does it happen, and what can you do to stop it? That's what we're going to talk about today on The Cigar Authority. Welcome, everybody, to The Cigar Authority. And you are listening to The Cigar Authority, now in its 11th year, making it the longest continually running cigar podcast. Awarded the Ambassadors of Cigars by Cigar Journal Magazine. Awarded the Top 10 Educational Podcast by Podbean four years in a row. The Cigar Authority is the most listened to cigar podcast in the world. Cigar Radio at its finest. The Cigar Authority is a proud member of the United Podcast Network. And you catch the podcast on demand at any time or our daily blog at thecigarauthority.com. Okay, let's get to it because I got a lot to talk about today. So let's get to it. This is a cigar in the Cigar Authority Care Package. Are you a member of the Care Package? If you're not, what are you waiting for? Go to thecigarauthority.com on the right-hand side. You'll see the Care Package. Click it, and you can be part of the action and smoke along with us. Barry, what do we got? Well, today's first cigar is The Great Pretenders Bold and Spicy. It's manufactured in the Dominican Republic for Two Guys Smoke Shop. The size is a 6x54 Toro, and it features a sun-grown wrapper, a Dominican binder, and Dominican and Nicaraguan fillers. A five-pack will cost you $19.99, which comes out to just under $4 per single. And if you live too far away from New Hampshire, you can find these at twoguyscigars.com. That's the number two, guyscigars.com. Barry was an English major, not math. Four-pack at $20. Five. Five dollars each. It's a five-pack. Is it a five-pack or a four-pack? It's a five-pack. Is it? Yes. Yeah. You sure? Yes. Yeah. Now, who's the who's the math major? <laughs> I thought it was a four-pack. <laughs> it's, it's a, a five-pack. Pack. And, you, and you invented it. <laughs> and I did. Wow. So here's the thing about this. Because they come in a pack like that, I, I have not smoked a cigar in years. Years. And there's actually three different versions of it. There is a smooth and creamy which these are great pretenders. They pretend to be other cigars. This is many, many years ago putting this together. And sometimes actually going to the person that makes the cigar. And they're making the cigar they make anyway. So a smooth and creamy, a dark and rich, and the one we're smoking today, a bold and spicy. Mm. So you think about the cigar you're smoking as you're smoking it, and it's supposed to be something else. It pretends to be something else. Or maybe it is something else. Or a combination there of the two, which Barry may, may get into <laughs> as it's going on. Because he said something before the show even started. I thought it was pretty uh, interesting. Okay, it's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand. While all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax, and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Excellence. Okay. As we talked last, Salada tea. 
I prefer a little tea versus a lot of tea. Yeah. Never had salada tea. What is salada tea? It's just a standard black tea. And he could have just said it tastes like tea, but he, he got that into salada. No, this is specifically salada, and Ed Sullivan yeah, knows what I'm talking about. It ain't no Lipton, I'll this tell you This is not that. Lipton. It's a different Red Rose? Yeah, not Red Rose. <laughs> Remember the Red Rose commercials, Ed Sullivan with the monkeys in it? Oh, yeah. Monkeys are good. They used to have the monkeys talking like Lancelot Link, Secret Chimp. Do you remember that, too? <laughs> Lancelot uh, Link was awesome. We're five, <laughs> we're five minutes into the show. It's already off the rails. Well, Lancelot Link, was that part of the Banana Splits? Or I don't was think it so. all separate? I think it was separate. It was its own show. It mm-hmm. was a secret chimp, and it was all chimps, and they had them chewing bubble gum. So their mouths always moved, and they would put in the words of it, and it was almost like a um, 007 type of thing, but they were all monkeys. Great show. It's got to be out there on the on the internets, right? Uh, Lancelot, Secret Champ. Yeah, it's on the, the YouTubes. Yeah, yeah. It was awesome. As this lighter is. We're going to light our cigar today with the Vertigo Hades. The Vertigo Hades is a Hades. single jet. I like these. I like these. It's a single jet. It is single action. There's no lid. There's no frills. Easy adjustment. And you want to talk about a big-ass tank. I think this is the biggest-ass tank of them all. The Vertigo Hades retails for $24.99. And this is the lighter that brulee the meatball that was given to Steve oh. Saka by one John Carney. Wow. When you need extra firepower. There's a table lighter for you. Oh, yeah. For twenty four. I've caught Barry walking around with this thing in his pocket trying to impress the ladies. How do you shut it off? How do you shut it off? (laughs) It also has a lock-on feature. Which is good. For your brulee-ing. Right. How did you... Barry broke his. (laughs) Well, that's not good. Well, he doesn't get commercial. a second cigar. Great thing about Vertigo is they'll replace it. There we go. <laughs> very Four dollar cigar. It's, Come on, it's, will ver- ya? it's very familiar. Made in the Dominican Republic. Tastes like using, an old girlfriend. Using Nicaraguan tobacco. Tastes like an old girlfriend. What the hell? How do you answer that? It's familiar, you know? <laughs> I don't know what to say about that. So I'm just going to move on and make... I'd like to make believe I didn't even hear it, but I did. He just made you grimace, didn't he? So, yes, he did. So how does a cigar burn affect the taste? That's what we're talking about here. I watch people touching up their cigars all the time. A slight uneven burn, and they hit it with a torch like this. Uh, is there a need for that? That people do that. I know it drives Barry crazy. Mm-hmm. He actually, I, I've caught him discussing it with people, walking over to him and saying, you don't have to do that. Yeah, when it's off by a millimeter, you don't have to. I mean, one of our employees, off by a, by the tiniest, like one millimeter, he's there touching it up. Yeah. No, stop. Yeah. It, it annoys <laughs> you. Oh, my God. It drives me freaking crazy. On the other hand, if a cigar burns uneven, it doesn't look good. And it takes away the enjoyment of most people. That's why they do it. They want it to burn perfectly throughout. Um, I personally like a good even burn. I appreciate it. And you will, too, at the end of the show. I promise you. You're going to understand what it means. Do you appreciate it when you're smoking a cigar and it's burning unbelievably perfect? Of course. Yeah. It, it, takes, lo- it takes all the stress out of it. 
You're not stressed out. Right. Over. Like if you're smoking outside in 30 mile an hour winds, you're stressed. That makes Barry stress. <laughs> he has a lot of stress. Do you like a good even burn? I like it, but I value the taste more than the burn. Well, the, and sometimes they're quite related. That's right. And that's what we're going to get into. Yeah. So the question of today is how does the cigar burn affect the taste? Or does it? And the answer is yes, it does. It does affect what it tastes like. So as you're watching your cigar burn, Quite on the other hand, I've seen people that have a cigar burning really bad, and they refuse to touch it up. They just keep going and going, and I'm like, you want to touch that thing up and, and straighten it out or whatever? Oh, they just keep letting I just pull this out, thing. I pull out my lighter, and I go, let me let me get that for you. <laughs> yeah, if you're smoking a canoe, definitely touch it up. I got this. Why are they not doing it, right? And maybe they figure it's going to burn even slower because only one side's going and the other side isn't. And then I get to smoke the other side, too, or something. Mm -hmm. It is dramatically affecting the taste of that cigar because the blender wants all the tobaccos to burn at the same time. That's the idea of the blender, right? They're blending for taste, but that taste only happens And if, combustion, though. They're blending for yeah. both flavor and combustion. Well, combustion is burn. Correct. Now, when the burn is not even... The smoker is getting too much of one and not enough of the other. It's happening. So if the outside of the wrap is burning, the inside is not going, and we, we get into all those different things that end up happening, if that ends up happening, you, you know, it's like a sauce that's not mixed well. Right. You know, you put the salt and stuff at the very top of it, you don't stir it in and mix it, and then you're going to get a part of it that's going to have a lot of salt. It's, and it's like a Jonathan meatball sauce. Yeah, it become. What the hell does that have to do with anything? Why are you got to disparage my sauce? Well, you lose every time. See, it's a show about burns, and he just burned you. He burned you. <laughs> he burned you. It also affects the draw, and therefore the flavor intended by the blender. That he wants it to draw perfectly, and he wants you to be able to taste all the taste, including the wrapper, the binder, the fillers, all the different fillers, including the very inside, where there may be Lajero, our strongest part that's in there. Each draw should incorporate all those things in it. When you get an uneven burn, one of them is burning slow, and you're only getting a little bit of the salt or a little bit of, of well, that tobacco. Think, think about on something like the JFR Lunatic. I smoke the short Robusto quite often, and it's an unfinished foot. So you get a boost of that wrapper flavor, which is a little on the salty side. The cigar starts off a little salty, and then it sweetens up as you get into the fillers. And that's a great, a great way, if you need a cigar to try that on, light that up. So the thing is, this isn't just cosmetic. Correct. So everybody needs to understand that. It's just not, while my cigar is burning well, boy, I like it that it burns well. But cosmetically, that's what you're looking at. But I want you to know that it affects the taste. It's very important. So there's five different burns that you could possibly have. You have the perfect burn, and that's when all sides, inside and out, burn at approximately approximately the same time. Again, you don't have to touch it up every little quarter of it, you know, not even a quarter of an inch, just a small millimeter off here mm -hmm. and there doesn't have to be done. But approximately the same burn, you're going to get approximately the same taste that you're looking for. A perfect burn. At the end of this thing, you're going to appreciate the perfect burn, and you're going to know it when you see it and when you taste it. The uneven burn is the other one. One side burns faster or slower than the other one. It's uneven. 
what ends up happening there? The cigar's in a circle, so if it, if it ends up burning to one side, you're figuring you're getting all the components. You're getting half of the components right. of, of what it is. You need to get an even burn all the way around. The third one is the Conehead, not the Saturday Night Live skit uh, or the 90s movie with cigar smoker Dan Aykroyd. This is when the wrapper and binder burn faster than the filler tobacco, much like a pencil point, right? The point will be like a pencil that sure. you'll have on there. Uh, and you'll notice when you have that pencil point, the point is red hot. Even though that pot is burning slower than the other one, it's red hot in the center of it, burning slower, and the outsides are burning. This is not what you want. There's something wrong here at that point. Then you have the opposite of the cone head, and that's the tunnel burn. When the filler tobacco burns faster than the binder and wrapper, the filler tobacco, the inside, is burning faster than the wrapper, causing the tunnel inside of the head of the cigar. Yeah, and when, it, when it's bad, sometimes you'll even see it burning from the inside out, lower yeah. down on the wrapper. Right. Maybe you touch it and you feel how <laughs> red hot it is, and that, that halfway down is you red see hot. The, the wrapper starting to dimple a little bit. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes you. It'll even light up in the center of that burn yeah. <laughs> that all of a sudden in the middle of your cigar is burning. You got a new fire somewhere else. Yeah. <laughs> this is bad. Bad, bad when you have that. Uh, they're all bad. And then you have the runner. Uh, that is the Pac-Man burn running down one side of it. Um, that is caused a lot of time by, by a stem that's in there. If you take mm -hmm. a look as that runner is happening, you'll see it's running along the stem that ends up happening there. So take a look at that. And, and, and really, what do you do at that point that, the, that that's where the stem was on there? Uh, but these things happen. These are handmade products. That these things happen. Um, sometimes it's the fault of the blender. Sometimes it's the fault of the roller. And then sometimes it's just nobody's fault. That's I, I take also user error comes with yeah. I take exception yeah. to blaming the roller in most cases. This guy does the job two hundred to three hundred times a day. If he ended up having a bad day or he wasn't paying attention and he put thicker tobacco to the side or didn't put that bunch in the in the right order because somebody said something to him, he picked his head up for a second, ended up adding the wrong tobacco in the wrong spot. It happens. Yeah, sometimes you'll also feel along the length of the cigar, there'll be like a little bit of a void, a little bit of mm. a, a hollow spot. Yeah. That'll add to a runner as well. Yeah. Believe me, uh, I think they got it down. Most factories got this thing down, and, and um, it's a short-lived cigar brand that ends up uh, consistently having burn problems that all of a sudden you see that brand go away uh, or, we, or the factory goes away, the, um, ends up happening. So... Um, they're looking at it. They're smoking the cigar consistently. Um, the head guys uh, walking around the table are burning these things to make sure that th that's there. Uh, but sometimes it gets all the way to the store and all the way to the consumer, and these problems continue to end up happening. So what causes these problems? The answer could be four different things or a combination of any of them. Um, it was made incorrectly. So it is a possibility. Is, that's the long shot. It happens. It does, it does happen, but that's a long shot. All right. Problem from the roller. Tobaccos were placed in the wrong place in the bunch. Thickest, slowest burning is in the center. Uh, for one, that's the way it has to be. If it's off-center bunching, this happens. 
Um, you'll see that that'll happen with the guy that's testing the cigar, walking around as I say it, and he ends up seeing that, and he goes over to that roller, and he watches him making a cigar to make sure, okay, this was just a one-time thing, or the guy is consistently doing this in, in the wrong way. So these these um, people are walking around, pulling one off the table. Yep, they're looking. They're pulling it off and they're burning them. They're not wasting cigars on purpose. This is a way to end up checking to make sure as the day goes on that nobody's falling off the, the exact protocol they need to do. Now, another thing that is a misnomer is that there is almost no such thing as a bad box because they sort the wrappers by size and they sort the fillers by size, not by color. The, co the final color sorting happens for yes. the box. Those cigars in that box were touched. They were rolled by 25 different people if there's 25 cigars Absolutely. in there. So if you are consistently having a problem with a brand, I would first look at yourself. How are you cutting? How are you lighting? 100%. Because the likelihood of that being a bad box, in quotes, yeah. is we've, we've got a better it, right? shot of winning the lottery. <laughs> so somebody comes here and we try to provide ultimate customer service and somebody brings back a box of cigars and said, I smoke three of them. They all burn bad. Almost 100% of the time now at that point, it is user error. Well, because I end up. The, the guy got up, the, you light one right in front of him. Right in front of him, light it up and ch check it and say, it does seem, I'll give you your money back. I'll do whatever it is you want to do, whatever makes yes. you happy. But I light that cigar right then and there to see if there really is a problem. It, was it stored in properly? Is the humidity too high? Is it too low? There's a lot of checks that you do to see if that cigar is really bad or is it unfortunately user error? So if you're a consumer and you're listening to this and you find that, you know, uh, geez, I, I'm a jinx person. And every time I buy cigars, they burn bad. I always pick the bad one that's out there. No, no, no. Please show your uh, tobacconist how you cut and light your cigar and say, what am I doing wrong? It seems like I always get cigars that burn badly. And they'll show you what your problem is of maybe you're only lighting one side of the cigar. You know, you were a cigarette smoker and you know, just hit the cigar yeah. and move on or something. You're not toasting it all the way around. You're not doing the, the proper way to light a cigar to begin with. Maybe it's that. Maybe it's you cut, you draw. Maybe uh, you're drawing too fast. You're smoking too fast. Maybe you're smoking too slow. What could it possibly be? Let's try to get an underlying answer to this problem so that it's never a problem for you ever How many again. times when we do the cigar tastings, there's inevitably, you end up with 16 people in the room. It's inevitably the one guy that has the runner, right? His, his cigar's burning improperly. Why is that never you or I? Right. We're not the greatest cigar smokers on the planet, but we are batting 1,000 on we always seem to pick the best cigar out of the box. You're right. I don't think so. Yeah. It is, it is user, user error, um, but sometimes it is the blend is incompatible, which is number two. Of the four different ways. The blend is incompatible with each other. Some tobaccos burn fast and some burn slow. They need the right mix to end up burning properly. And I know this because I thought I could be a blender. And I've gone to the factories many times and I say, I like this tobacco. I like that tobacco. Let's do that. And you see the blender shaking his head. He, he, even if he doesn't even speak English, and I'm saying it to somebody else to do that, he wants to try this with this and this, and you see him shaking his head because he knows these two are not compatible right. tobaccos that work well together. And he'll say, no, how about this? Um, 
It is the magic of the blender that they actually know these things of how fast certain tobaccos burn and that he could put that tobacco in the center because it burns slower, but he cannot use that on the other end. Sure. Um, well, there was the time that uh, we had given a master blender who will remain nameless on Atabay. Yeah. And he lights it up and then did something that horrified us all. He, and he asked, is it okay if I take this apart? And yeah. you said, yeah, it's your cigar. You can do whatever the hell you want. So he gets a razor blade, cuts it open. And after he makes the cut, he says, this is what's going to happen with these three tobaccos that are in here. This one is going to burn all the way up and never stop. This one is going to shut itself off at yeah. 30 seconds. Amazing. This one will shut off at a minute. And he lays the burning tobacco out on the table. And exactly what he said was going to happen, yeah. happened. Because that's what they and do. And it's a cigar he'd never had before. Yep. And that's the difference of why... You know, we, I talk about the different cigars I've done over the years, and they say, oh, you blended these cigars. I did not blend any of those cigars. I gave protocol to the blender, and then he shook his head, and he told me why it wasn't going to go, and how about this, and how about that? And I had to uh, change exactly what I wanted and try to get it a different way, try to accomplish what I wanted to accomplish a different way with different tobaccos. Okay, you want this because of sweetness of it. How about we end up using this instead? Well, let's try that. And this thing sometimes goes on for weeks and weeks and weeks to end up trying to get accomplished what I want. But I have forced it early on to say, no, this is the way I want it. And they make it. And it burns terrible. And it just doesn't work. And that's all there is to it. And I think I know better than they do. Again, early on, I don't know better than they do. Some tobaccos, actually, and we saw this in, in um, 99, it was some tobacco 99. Corojo 99? Criollo? Criollo, Criollo. Criollo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It did, didn't burn at all. And they tried all kinds of different stuff. Mm. And, and since then, and you may see Corojo 99 that exists now, it was changed well, up. And there was that uh, Habano 2000, I think, that yep. seemed to be fireproof. Right. Yep. <laughs> I remember that. It just could not burn. Just could not burn. So some tobaccos don't burn at all and have to be used for different things, chop or whatever it ends up have, have to be. But while I like the taste of this, it's just certainly not going to work mixed with something else. You know that as a, as a cook, Mr. Mm. Jonathan, right? Something, I like this and I like that. Well, you can't have the right. two together. Like pizza and pineapple. Yeah. Stop it's talking. Yeah. Sullivan, those, that combination is delicious. <sighs> no. So four different uh, um, causes of problems. The third one is tobaccos are too moist or too dry. Under-fermented or young tobaccos burn, burn very differently, and a combination of both will just not work. You could have young tobacco throughout, and you're going to get this thing to work and burn in conjunction. But if you get well-fermented tobacco and under-fermented tobacco together, it's not good. It has to be, they, they all have to be the same, and they have to be dried out enough because Overhumidified, and this could be overhumidified any way through. The guy that's actually rolling, it's, it's a humid day, the day the guy's rolling the cigar actually ends up ruining. Well, and you hope that the, they have dehumidifiers and that they can get that chamber to dry after out. After sure. the cigar is rolled, absolutely. But taking one off the bench at that point and you've got a very humid day, I've been there. I've been there and done that. And they go, it's very humid today. It's not going to burn well. 
it's not going to taste well. You know, it, first off, doesn't taste very well anyway because it's a young cigar to begin with. And I, I know some of you guys uh, maybe have been somewhere and you see somebody rolling a cigar. And at that moment, you can actually smoke that cigar. First off, the cigar is too moist to begin with anyway. It needs to dry out. But could you end up smoking it? Yes, you could for about a day or two. Mm-hmm. After that, you have be, you've begun a new fermenting process that, that has begun simply by moving those leaves around, and now ammonia is going to happen. All kinds of things are going to end up happening. Cigar Plus, stick. the cigar is too moist to begin with. It has to be dried out again. And what do you think is going to dry out first? The outside is going to dry. Of course. Then the inside is going to take longer to end up dry, drying. So therefore, the the outside is going to burn faster than the inside, and you're going to have that cone head. Right. That's what's going to happen because it needs more time. And that more time could be three months more. And is it the longer the better? And we're going to get into uh, a whole show on that when we get into aging next week. We're going to talk about aging cigars next week on the show, and that'll be a big part of what it is. So now we have um, the fourth thing that uh, causes this problem, and the cigar has too many veins. Ooh, it's all veiny. Too many veins is going to cause runners that are going to happen, inside runners that happen, and the inside burns faster than the outside. Um, and yes, there is veins in every blend. It is a major component of that. That's that the flavor. Has, yeah. yeah. flavor there. Yeah. yeah. It drives me crazy when you look on some of the cigar groups online and somebody like opens up a cigar and goes... Yeah, it didn't burn because there was a vein in my cigar. <laughs> All right, if it was abnormally abnormally large, maybe, but every cigar needs to have the stems have from the tobacco. Yeah. Well, not the stems, vein? but the vein. <laughs> you, wouldn't you like to know? We have to go there? I, I just know. I was, I, look, know. I was looking at his cigar. Ish. Some, yeah, one of his eyes were looking somewhere else. So some veins end up helping with the flavor, the strength, the burn. The long ash, when you end up having a long ash, a, a lot of that has to do with the veins that are inside that cigar. Too many or too thick are going to affect the burn of the cigar. By affecting the burn of the cigar, you've affected the taste of the cigar. But most of this stuff is taken care of by buying your cigars from a reputable retailer and those cigars being made at a reputable factory. When you're talking about moisture... Most people store their cigars, I believe, too high. They're too close to 70%, and you're just asking for trouble. Get that down lower in the 60s. I like 62 myself, but... I agree. Yeah, especially with a, a thicker wrapped yeah. cigar, you know, some of the Maduros, like a Connecticut Broadleaf. I'd rather smoke those, you know, at lower humidity. Sure. Yeah, I have a Connecticut broadleaf I'm planning on smoking later today. I took it out of my humidor. It's sitting on top of that, my humidor right I, now. You, you see what happens when you show up here to do the show. The cigars are already out here out of cellophane yep. and everything, mm-hmm. and we're actually trying to bring it down a little bit of humidity so that the, the embarrassing thing of being on screen, of smoking a cigar, the burn is not good. Well, you know, it, it's it's coming from a perfect humidified place, but let's take it down just a little bit as opposed to pull it out and then smoke it there. And whether you do that or how long you do it for depends on the humidity of where you live. Absolutely. Obviously, your problem when you're at the show in Vegas is just trying to keep the right humidity. Way too dry in Vegas, and Mm. then a lot of times it's in New Orleans, Mm. which is way too humidity. 
So both of them are awful places, by the way, to have the trade show where you are smoking a cigar to see if you like it, whether to take it in your store, and you're smoking at the worst possible place that you could. And they never burn well. It's awful. What a shame. And I always urge the manufacturer to send me the cigars in advance of the show so I can properly take some time and smoke that cigar to see and make a decision at that point. Why they feel like I, they, I must do it after 30 cigars in, in front of them. <laughs> what do you think I'm going to do? I'm going to actually hold it or put, put a price tag on it and sell it in the store, whatever you, you think of what's going on. You got them, send them to me in advance so I can end up doing it. And, and believe me, it's going to be a better experience mm-hmm. for me to be able to do it and be able to pay attention to your cigar. But it, it, it always seems to be the thing. You're not that guy, but I know some retailers who sell samples from the show. <laughs> yeah, so, so, so that's it. That's, that's got to be the issue. And, uh, you know, treating every retailer the same uh, becomes another problem that happens there. So uh, that is some of – that is the uh, problems that are caused, the different burns – you guys feel I missed anything of um, how a cigar burn affects the taste, the five different ways a cigar burns wrong, and what causes the problems, the, the reasons. I know, I know some people are going to wind up asking, because I, I got some Facebook messengers, uh, a split will affect the way a cigar burns. But the split you could fix. Yeah. Well, you taught me that mm. after many, many years, mm. and that'll tell you, 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 I don't care how long you think you've been smoking cigars. Um, you can always learn something new. Oh my God. So the split is, you want to do it? You want to do it on, on camera? Yeah. This, this is, uh, I couldn't believe that I didn't know this up until, what, three, four years ago when you About that, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you were like, oh, this freaking cigar has a split in it. And, and it's just going to, you know. You were like, I'm going to go get another one. I said, wait a minute, you could fix that. Yeah. So Jonathan's got a knife here. He's sticking the knife into the cigar, and he's cutting alongside it and actually creating a split right down the cigar. Now, like a broken window, you got a crack in your window. As you keep driving around, the window crack is getting bigger and bigger and bigger unless you do something to it. So he's going to get his his lighter and cauterize the end of that split where it splits so it doesn't go any further. So he hits it with that with that single jet onto that spot and that cauterizes that wound in that spot and it won't go any further. As he continues to smoke that cigar, he'll get to the point where that wound happened where that split is, and it'll go right past it, and it won't I'll go any right further. It. Yep, it'll and burn it like it never even happened. And uh, I showed it to you, and I have to always give credit to Guillermo Leone, uh, who owns La Aurora, for teaching it to me. And if you notice, when he hit it, he waited a little bit before he drew into it because he doesn't want to burn Well, the, the, the whole key to this is you're, there's sap inside the leaf, and there's sap inside the binder. So you're essentially boiling the sap between the two leaves and then you got to let that cure like a glue. You let that sap cure and cool off, and then that'll hold the split from going. Start puffing right away, and you're going to have problems. That is the case where I do like having a single jet. Yeah. You can get better precision. Mm-hmm. You know, if you got a four burner, it's yeah. harder. Because, you know, you're going to go into an hour smoking that cigar. you got a split on it. What does that cigar look like 45 minutes later? It's a mess. The cigar is a mess. And it's cured right now. Yeah. It ended up stopping. So pretty nice on a $4 cigar. Watch how this thing ends up burning. So let's talk about the cigar right now. This is the Great Pretender. This is the Bold and Spicy. We're talking a five-pack for $19.99, a $4 cigar. 
Does it resemble anything for you? So if you take Romeo and Juliet, the stronger ones, like a Romeo and Juliet Nicaraguan, and it had an illegitimate love child with Monte Cristo, this is the result. Hmm. He doesn't get the crickets <laughs> for that? No. I'm not sure he nailed it, but he certainly isn't completely wrong. He isn't completely wrong. So right, you agree with me. This was I, called bold and spicy. I agree with Barry. Sixty percent. Bold and spicy is relative. Yeah. You got some spice. Yep. You got some strength. You're not agreeing I, on I'm that. I'm not gonna call it, you know, a it's not a, a mild full, cigar. No, it's not a strong cigar. I think I it's think in the medium. Four or range. five. Yeah. Out of ten. If you smoke the smooth and creamy. You would see of this but, is that's yeah. why I said it's relative across yeah. that line of cigars. Yeah. And the other ones are dark and rich, and the dark and rich maybe even bolder, a little stronger, a little yeah. stronger. Mm-hmm. But uh, burning good, mm-hmm. burning good, tasting good, nice firm ash, light colored ash, fairly thin combustion line. Yeah, it it definitely smoking a lot better than a four dollar cigar. I mean, not that there are some great $4 cigars, but this is smoking. If you gave it to somebody and guess what it is and guess a price point, I don't think anybody would say $4. Right. Now, this is a good one, and we'll get into it on the after show of, you know, people coming over your house for the barbecues and things like that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, they end up lighting up expensive it's a, cigars. It's a good choice because it's a... No a band fi- on it, no nothing. No, There's no prejudgment. A five-pack, so you're not, you know, investing in a full box of cigars to have around. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's tasty. Like it. it's, been, it's been a long time since I had this. It's consistent all the way through. You're not going to get dramatic flavor changes, but it hits... It hits the spots. We got people that this is what they smoke. Mm-hmm. This is what, and they may get like three packs of the bold and spicy and one smooth and creamy. I don't know what's going on, but that's nope. what they're doing. And they, and they, you know, oh, I, we call that the surf and turf. Yeah, in the shop. And yeah, I remember when I was working in the shop. There was one time where we were short on supply on these, and oh, people were angry. Yeah, they because, like because these. where do you go for that kind of money, right? You can't. Yeah. All right, let's take a break, and when we come back, what can you do about a poor burning cigar? That depends on what's going wrong inside, but we have all the answers for you, all of them, when we return. We're live from the Toscano Cigar Soundstage, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. To some, tradition is a catchphrase. To us, it's a guiding light. For there can be no great future without reverence for the past. Hammer and Sickle Tradition Series cigars are handmade, employing only time-honored methods. Meticulously crafted of individually selected tobaccos, Tradition Series is a blend of three-year-aged Dominican Viso and Lijero, all finished inside a breathtaking five-year-aged Connecticut shade wrapper. Tradition Series from Hammer and Sickle. Live well. Romeo y Julieta Reserva Real Nicaragua, the Nicaraguan expression of America's beloved brand, Reserva Real. Reserva Real Nicaragua is a Nicaraguan puro, meticulously blended by Rafael Nodal and made by A.J. Fernandez. The Reserva Real Nicaragua will take Romeo lovers and Romeo novices alike on a journey through premium Nicaraguan tobaccos. Reserva Real Nicaragua. It'll steal your heart again. Surgeon General warning cigar smoking can cause cancers of the mouth and throat even if you do not inhale. 
It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number no. 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm-hmm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the Silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper. Fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lining up the Diamond Crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium diamond crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or diamond crown lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or visit diamondcrown.com. I want to talk to you today about my friend Glenn Case from Christoph Cigars. I've known him for many years. Glenn is a very nice guy, one of the nicest guys in the industry. Always friendly, always happy. So when I heard his brand Christoph was pissed off, I was surprised. Christoph Cigars have always been known as smooth and rich, and the pissed off Christoph is just that. But there's something else happening here. A natural San Andreas wrapper, the binder, Indonesian, and the filler, Nicaraguan. And like Glenn Case, the cigar starts off sweet, but then it gets pissed off. And like Bruce Banner, you don't want to piss off Glenn Case about Kristoff cigars. Or do you? Expect some spins and a nicotine kick. Strap yourself in for a ride. Pissed off Kristoff is deceivingly strong. You've been warned. Sold in 10-count boxes, four sizes including Churchill, 6x60, Robusto, and Corona Gorda. The hottest new brand is the pissed-off Kristoff. Take it for a ride. Since 1964, Padron Cigars have had the same mission. With over 50 years spent to create a perfect cigar, and more than 100 years to create a perfect legacy, the Padron family understands the significance of time. Padron delivers only the finest handmade complex cigars with the flavor of the Cuban heritage, out of which the Padron recipe was born. The Padron mission is simple, exceptional quality of their cigars and not the quantity produced. As a vertically integrated family-owned company, personal attention to every detail is taken in all steps of the tobacco growing and cigar making process. Padron Cigars, they give you, the cigar smoker, the confidence that each cigar is the same. Perfect. Padron Cigars, handcrafted since 1964. I want to tell you about my friend Hochi Blanco, a fourth-generation Dominican cigar maker known for growing tobacco and producing highly acclaimed cigars for other people. If some things stay the same, other things have to change. Finally, Hochi's factory, Tobacalera Palmer, has produced a cigar that not only belongs to the factory, but pays homage to the cigar rolling room known as La Galera. The La Galera Connecticut blend is special, using an Ecuadorian Connecticut wrapper surrounding a Dominican blend of Peloto Cubano, Criollo 98, and a varietal that Hochi named T112. With the exception of the wrapper, Hochi grows all of the La Galera tobaccos himself and carefully watches over every step. 
the flavor smooth, but still offering plenty of flavor in all sizes, paying homage to the people and tools used in the factory. Now for the amazing part. La Galera, Connecticut has a suggested retail price ranging from $4.95 to $6 and has been awarded the Cigar of the Year by the Cigar Authority. La Galera, Connecticut, creating their own version of the Connecticut cigar because they demand more. This is Christian Eroa from CLE, Asylum, and Eroa. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And we're back. We're smoking the great pretenders today, the bold and spicy, and wondering what to do about a poor burning cigar. Welcome back, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. I got two things I got to say. Sure. Number one, I got to wish my mother a happy birthday. Happy birthday? Today is my mother's birthday. So. Would that be Mrs. Jonathan? No. That would have been my wife, was uh, Mrs. Jonathan. Oh, okay. The artist formerly known as Mrs. Jonathan. Uh, this is, you know, it's my mom, Hope. Happy birthday, Ma. She was born on D-Day. Ah. 1944. Oh, I guess so I can't. Guess I can't 70s. use that. In the, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, did I blow it for history. you? Did I blow it? Maybe, for you? maybe not. Uh, the second thing is, and it just reminded me of this email when I just poured myself a coffee shot. Coffee by the shots, way, coffee shots. Uh, we doubled, doubled the number of people doing coffee shots this week. We're up to two. We're up to two. <laughs> uh, so Nathan writes through the contact us page very briefly. Guys, once again, I'm sitting here listening to the show and I hear about coffee shots. What the hell? You missed the best way to take your coffee. And I know Mr. Jay's familiar with it. Butt chugging. Look it up. <laughs> You're welcome. The coffee enema. So no thank you for that, that Nathan. Jonathan does his coffee in little shot cups and he I, has 48 shots yeah. a day. It's also I, known as the Patrick Swayze. The the key to coffee is temperature. It's I like it at a certain that. temperature. So I the middle of your coffee is always the best part. The first part is too Richard hot. Gere? Richard Gere. Oh, Michael Landon. You know, they died of cancer of the rear. So the coffee avenues is a way to treat it. So it's known as the Michael Landon or the Patrick Swayze. Oh, right. Hashtag too soon? Come on. Come on. That's been a while. <laughs> Somebody in the audience gets the, it. I don't, you I don't know what's I think, going on. I think they're laughing at you. Yeah, not, it wouldn't be the first you. time. So we have the Cigar Authority's annual survey, and boy, it's getting hit big time. Um, and we haven't even really brought it up on this show. We did it on the after show. But uh, go on to the CigarAuthority.com. On the right-hand side, you'll see take the survey. Cost you nothing to do yep. it. Make my life miserable. Thank you. And um, that's you're a gonna, reason you're going to answer 20 questions, 20 questions we're looking for the answer to. And already we're talking about some of the answers that have come in. We're actually surprised at this, which is good information because we think one thing and it's really the other. And we'd like to know. And uh, at the end of it, in a couple of weeks, we'll tell you what the answers uh, came out to be. And I think you'll find it interesting, too. So the Cigar Authority on the right hand side, take the annual survey. It's just 20 questions. Uh, they're all multiple choice, and we don't know what any person is doing. Chiefs here. We don't know what any person is doing, but we know what the total answers are. Yes, that's right. So uh, tell the truth. Tell the truth. That's the main thing. All right, we're talking about uh, what can you do about a poorly burning cigar today, and um, what can you do about it? You have the perfect burn, right? We talked about that. Enjoy 
the perfect burn cigar. It is perfectly blended. You might not like the strength or the flavor characteristics of it, but appreciate it for what it is. This cigar was made properly, used well-fermented tobaccos in the right combination, yep. and that's why it's burning so perfectly. And you lit it right. You cut it right. Right. So now know the difference, right? You'll know now when you look at the cigar of what it is. You have the uneven burn. One side is burning faster than the other. Uh, put the slower part down when you're smoking the cigar. This side is burning slower than the other. Put the slowest part down. Now, you think, you know heat rises. You would think the opposite. Let me put the slower burning side on the top, but no. Put the slower part, the, the slower burning part down as you puff and hold the cigar. It will burn a little bit hotter on the bottom than the top. Uh, I did it wrong for years, considering that heat rises and that would be, be the way to go, but I know this is the way that it, that it works. Another way to do it is to wet your finger and moisten slightly the part that's burning faster on that end. Change the humidity a little bit. On the part that's burning faster, right? By, right. by simply, simply wetting that little part over there, you're slowing that part burn and it's going to catch up uh, by that happening. Or touch it up with the lighter, the, the pinpoint lighter that you're going to do, and just find that spot, and that's where you, you touch it up. That little touch-up that you do is going to catch it up, and it'll continue to burn over there. That, that's that little touch-up that um, people are doing. Um, again, you don't have to do it a millimeter. You'll see that that little, little amount ends up catching itself up anyway. But if you see that it, it's going a little bit. Speaking of which, how you doing, Jonathan, where you had that whole... About halfway to... Uh halfway to burn through the the split the split okay one other thing to add to that that list is if you're you know you're outside and the wind's blowing from your left make sure you turn the cigar 180 every now and then so that wind's hitting all sides versus one side there we go okay um so that is you smoke in the wind a lot outside a lot yeah, I, I I smoke indoors almost all the time unless it's perfect outside. See, but I know that's not most people's thing because I work in in tobacco where I can smoke. But this most- fat guy loves the heat. The hotter the better. I'm outside. I'm outside till like ten thirty at night now every night. I I love the heat. Shirt on or shirt off, or do you have the rest of the Barney costume? So when my wife's there, I have to keep the shirt on because she's worried about the neighbors. When she goes to bed, the shirt comes off. Good to know. What will okay. the neighbors say? So <laughs> if you ever over Barry's house and the wife says, I'm going to go to bed, leave. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's time to take a peek into the asylum from our friends at Asylum Cigars. It's time for news from the insane asylum. Odd and sometimes historic news stories that are too insane to be true. Or are they? Brought to you by Asylum Cigars. Take no prisoners. Asylum cigars are truly flavorful, medium-bodied Nicaraguan cigars, with sizes ranging from 4 inches by 44 to the absolutely insane 8 inch by 80. Asylum cigars. (laughs) In New Zealand, citizens were required to write down their name, address, and phone number when entering a business in the country's attempt to stop COVID-19. A woman did just that when she went into Subway to purchase a sandwich. That measure is now optional thanks to a clerk who used her contact information and started sending her messages offering his foot long. And that's not only insane, it's asylum. True story. True story. 
And now you don't have to do it because somebody... Yes. Don't give your name and address to people for no reason. What do you need my name and address for? Well, they were tracking, you know, if you contacted, you, if you contracted COVID-19 and you went into the subway, now they, they need to tell everybody at subway that you had it so they can quarantine. Yeah. So, so, Just so, don't go into the subway. Don't go in, period? That's it. All right. Uh, next week on the show, uh, what does aging cigars really do? Uh, Mr. Jonathan was kind enough to put a box of Aladino away. And um, first run, for, first ones that f- came out. Yeah, first run. and So here it is a year later, and we know that they put that particular one. They only make so many per month, so they've been making them monthly as it's gone on. Here we go to the original and one that just came into us. A fresh one. And we're going to smoke them both at the same time. Don't try this at home. We smoke both of them at the same time. What has one year age done to the cigar itself? We're going to see for ourselves uh, on next week's show. And the following week, June 20th, is the Father's Day cigars. Nick and Nicholas Perdomo will be here. And the studio will be open for people. Because as we know, until June 15th, we cannot have an audience um, because that's what New Hampshire said. So we're opening the studio up on June 20th to let people come up and actually enjoy the show like we used to. You guys good with that? (laughs) Okay, and that will be on June 20th because that's what the state says we have to do and we want to do what the state wants to do in front of them. Right. Okay, so we're talking about what can you do about poorly burning cigars and now we're on to the cone head. Right? You got the conehead cigar, the wrapper, and the binder burn faster than the filler tobaccos. The cone is at the top of it because the inside's burning. By and large, this is a problem from either poor storage of the cigars or you're smoking too fast. That's it. You got to slow your puff rate down to allow. I think that is with, with the tunnel burn is you're burning too fast, not the conehead. The cone head is the wrapper and binder are burning faster. Yeah, they those those components burn faster than the lajero in the middle. If you puff too fast and you take the ash off and you see a big cone, you are smoking too fast. Okay. If you bought a box of them, let them rest in your humidor for a few months. It might be all you need. True. Because typically it is too moist in the center yep. of that cigar. The outside is burning faster than the inside. There's too much moisture in the inside. Therefore, you get the box, and here's the thing to do. You write the date on the box. You put the box in there. It, you get the right humidity, 70% or lower, 60 to 70%, 55 to 70%, you're good. And the inside eventually is going to dry to the same dryness of the outside, and then you're going to get a, get the perfect burn there. Yeah, to what Jonathan was saying, if you're smoking too fast, a lot of times there'll be heat buildup in the chamber, which in turn will create moisture, and if you're smoking it too fast, that could happen. Yeah. Now you have the tunnel burn. When the filler tobaccos burn faster than the binder and wrapper, this is where I say slow down. Slow down because you're drawing so fast, you're lighting up the inside um ball of um, what they call the cherry on the end of the cigar, and you're drawing in. Uh, Although this uh, also could be a blending problem, smoke slower might allow the wrapper and binder to catch up or at least lessen the effect that would happen there. And on a tunnel, you certainly can catch up from the outside 
you can kind of work that until it works itself out. I have found a lot of success in letting that cigar go out completely and then relighting it just around the outside and letting that burn catch up. It doesn't taste as good as the whole cigar. Yeah, now but you're missing the blend of what it eventually is. Eventually, the middle catches up and things burn better. Okay, and the last one is the runner. Uh, it's burning down one side. So um, this is usually caused by the stem, as I brought up before, but things could happen. Um, short of grabbing the stem and pulling it out, risking destroying the cigars mm. by pulling it out, you don't want to do that. Uh, I've done it, that I ended up seeing this, and I say, well, let me see if I can do it, and I'm very careful to do it, mm. and I've and, and done it. And then sometimes the drawer will get too loose if you do that. Yeah. Um, what's a recommendation to to that you you have a runner that ends up having and short of touching up touching up yeah, touching you up touch it up and if you got to touch it up that many times it it is possible it's a bad cigar and you I mean it is a handmade product yeah, there, there are going to be let them make good on it mistakes yeah. yeah but pay attention to your surrounding is there you know are you sitting under an air conditioned vent is that adding to it yeah um your surroundings play a huge part to me in a runner so blenders do not just blend for taste. They are blending for aroma, construction, and burn. So everybody thinks that it's just, you know, what, that, what it ends up tasting, but all these things have to factor into making a quality cigar. Every year the crop changes. There's more moisture. There's less moisture in both the fields and pre-industry, the fermenting process part and the rolling. So all these th these things that happen over three-year course of time, humidity has everything to do with it as it's going on. So there's lots and lots that go on. When we talk about a master blender, you know, you, you'd think that the guy makes the blend and then that's it for him. No, it's never over. That's why even after new brands can't be made, if FDA has their way, and new what ends up happening to Blender? He doesn't need to blend anymore? No, he, it's nonstop through these three years of this thing that goes on all the way till the cigar is finished. Then it still can be ruined by the brick-and-mortar store, by the online guy that's how he's storing it, so it matters all the way through, even when you buy the cigars yourself, that you're keeping the cigar not overhumidified and properly cared for uh, away from sunlight. All these different things, away from extreme heat. Now, as you look at your cigar, and I hope this is what ends up happening, your cigar's burning properly. You've learned the, the things to take into consideration to do it, so your experience with a cigar is going to be fantastic. And as you're smoking a cigar, you say, you know what, this is a little too mild for me, a little too sweet, a little too whatever, but I can really appreciate it because it's burning properly. It's giving me the exact thing it was supposed to bring. And if you, you end up having a perfectly burning cigar and you don't like what it tastes like, mm -hmm. find another brand because it is absolutely perfect the way it's supposed to be. Right. I'm caught up, by the way. And the cigar is perfect like it yeah. never happened, right? Didn't unravel, nothing. How's that for a $4 cigar? This mm -hmm. is the Great Pretender. This is the Bold and Spicy $4 cigar. We've ran it through the gamut. Uh, mine's burning good. Uh, the blend is proper. Uh, it's it's obviously perfect when it yep. comes to you. Of you didn't have a crack in it, you made the crack. Correct. End up having it. You happy with it? Yeah, I mean, there's a little bit of earth. There's a subtle nuttiness, a little bit of a, a, an espresso component. There's flavors going on. It's straight through the whole cigar. You're not going to get you know flavor changes or what have you, but it hits the spots you want a cigar to hit. Yeah, it's it, it's a good cigar. It's not all that complex, but 
there's some flavors. Yeah, it's in. no nonsense. There's no band. There's no packaging. Comes in a, in a little bag with the five cigars in it, with a sticker on it, and that's it. But what do you want for nineteen ninety nine? That's the idea of it. If if it's a little too full body for you, you move down to the smooth and creamy. And what can you expect on a smooth and creamy? Smooth and creamy. Yeah, creaminess. creaminess, really. And then the dark and rich one, which maybe we should have done for this show because you guys like full-of-bodied cigars. Maybe the darker and richer one would have been right for you. But it is what it is. There's great pretenders that are out there, uh, if anybody's interested. Uh, that is it for how does your cigar properly, uh, how to smoke your cigar properly for a perfect burn. Uh, we're going to take a break. When we come back, what's happening in the cigar industry? And another new cigar, this time from our friends at Aganorsa Leaf. We're live in the Toscano Cigar Soundstage, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Are you a member of the Cigar Authority Care Package? Well, if not, the time, my friend, is now. For just $24.99, you'll get four premium cigars delivered to your door each month. And we'll smoke each one of those cigars on the Cigar Authority Podcast with you. I don't know if that's really a benefit. Sure it is. We will judge the construction, flavors, and review the cigars, and you can see how right or wrong we really are. You might be surprised. Four premium cigars delivered to you for $24.99, and you can quit any time, but you won't. The value is incredible. Want to take the Cigar Authority Care Package to the next level? Sign up or upgrade to the Cigar Authority Care Package Prime. For just $5 more, you get an extra cigar and usually something special. That's five cigars each month, all different. Find the Cigar Authority Care Package on thecigarauthority.com and sign up today. The Cigar Authority Care Package. Aging Room 4 Nicaragua Maestro. Named Cigar Aficionado's number one cigar of the year with a 96 rating, is a complex Nicaraguan puro carefully blended by Rafael Nodal and made by A.J. Fernandez. As Cigar Aficionado described it, every puff is an overture of flavors that's at times heavy and rich with notes of dark chocolate and wood, and other times subtle and understated with hints of fine caramel and toasted almonds. Treat yourself to an aging Room 4 Nicaragua today. Surgeon General warning, tobacco smoke increases the risk of lung cancer and heart disease, even in non-smokers. You've heard us talking before about the best cigar magazine in the world, Cigar Journal. You want to know what makes Cigar Journal the best cigar magazine? Cigar Journal covers every angle of the cigar world, from exclusive stories and features, insightful interviews with industry power players, detailed cigar reviews, and of course, all the latest news and reports surrounding premium cigars. We're telling you, you will be impressed. Cigar Journal has stunning images, explanations of Cigar Science Basics, this is the magazine for any cigar enthusiast, or better yet, passionado. Cigar Journal covers cigars in the U.S. and around the world and is printed right here in the USA. You owe it to yourself to discover the world's best cigar magazine, Cigar Journal. Available at your local cigar retailer and on the web at their new website, CigarJournal.com. That's CigarJournal.com. 
Let me tell you a little bit about the Rocky Patel 15th Anniversary Cigar, or what they call the Three-Peat. Crafted in Rocky's boutique Nicaraguan factory, the 15th anniversary was released in 2010 to commemorate Rocky Patel's 15th year in the cigar industry, and it impressed right out of the gate. The Robusto and the Torpedo both scored 93 points in Cigar Aficionado, while the Toro and Corona Gorda both notched 92 points. The Rocky Patel 15th anniversary is a robust cigar with notes of toasted spice, roasted coffee, and almonds. Rocky Patel himself has referred to his 15th anniversary as the decade on steroids. The 15th anniversary has also been named to Cigar Aficionado's Top 25 Cigars of the Year list on three separate occasions. Rocky's only brand to accomplish the three-peat. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. The La Galera Habano uses a classic wrapper on a staple cigar for a classy company. Hi there, this is David Garofalo of the Cigar Authority, and I want, no, no, I need to tell you about La Galera Habano. The La Galera Habano is an authentic cigar elaborated with the hands of the best cigar rollers of Tabacalera Palma in the Dominican Republic. Blended around an outstanding, flavorful Ecuadorian Habano wrapper, the Dominican-grown Corojo binder, and the filler made up of Peloto Cubano, Criollo 98, and Peloto Oro, creating a medium to full-bodied, attractively consistent, and aromatic smoke that envies no other. I love this cigar. Have you tried La Galera Habano yet? Well, what are you waiting for? Available at Better Cigar Shops worldwide is La Galera Habano. The wait is over. La Galera Habano. Justo and his father, Julio Eiroa, are continuing the tradition of growing authentic Corojo and now bring you Aladino. Aladino is a true old-fashioned cigar, pure authentic Corojo grown in the Eiroa tobacco farms in Honduras from the original Cuban seed of Corojo. An Aladino cigar represents the golden era of cigars in Cuba, and after one light, this old-school smoke will bring you back. Aladino cigars come from JRE Tobacco, a family-centered company who manage all aspects of cigar growing and manufacturing. This crop-to-shop operation is fully committed to providing you with quality and satisfaction. The premier Corojo grower in the entire cigar industry is Julio Eiroa, a tobacco grower and master cigar blender who personally guarantees that Aladino will provide you the opportunity to enjoy the true authentic Corojo taste. Take this journey and be part of history in a cigar smoking experience like no other. Aladino. Hi, this is Nestor Miranda from Miami Cigar and you are listening to the Cigar Authority and we're back with our number two with a new cigar that is apparently carrying the torch for Agonosa Leaf out of Nicaragua. We'll carry the torch next week and see how it burns. Welcome back, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. Um, this is an interesting cigar, Barry. Uh, I didn't realize it because I haven't smoked it before. But we're talking about how a cigar burns, and this does not have wrapper all the way down to the end. Right. So how is it going to burn? The wrapper obviously is not going to burn to the 
rest of the cigar because the beginning of it doesn't even have any wrapper to it. Or you might be surprised. I might be surprised. Okay. Uh, so today's second cigar is the JFR Lunatic Torch, and it's manufactured in Nicaragua by Agonorsa Leaf. The size that we're smoking is the 65 by 60 called the Dreamlands, and it features a Nicaraguan Corojo 99 wrapper from Jalapa, a dual Nicaraguan binder, and fillers from Esteli and Jalapa in Nicaragua. Single cigar will set you back $10.69, while a box of 10 is $94.99, which makes it just $9.49 a cigar, which is a savings of over $12 or 11% off the box price on twoguyscigars.com. If you're too far away from a brick-and-mortar retailer that carries it, try twoguyscigars.com. That's the number two, guyscigars.com. So this was a limited release? No, uh, regular release. It was an old brand um, that they released a few years ago uh, that had horrendous packaging. Uh, they repackaged it, and it's starting to get attention now. Hmm. I don't think I've ever smoked it before. It didn't have – it was a simple red and white band. It was – it was horrible. So you said a dual binder. What does that mean? It has two two uh, leaves that serve as a binder, so it's double binded. The same leaf? Uh, it doesn't say. It just says Nicar- uh, dual Nicaraguan binder. All right. Okay. Let's give it a cut and light. See what it's all about. It's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting brought to you by... Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand. While all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Excellence. So 60 ring gauge. Why did we pick this size? Because the other ones were bigger. There was a, there's a size called four and a half. Uh, there's a size four and a half by 70 called Medfolk which I think is the perfect cigar for the world right now. A whole uh, bunch yeah. of mad folk. Cold draw, Ed Sullivan. Yeah. I believe you've made this before. Raisin sauce that would go on a ham. It's a combination between raisins and reduced orange juice before you add the spices. All right. You know what I got for that? I don't either. Hold the line, please. Raisin, <laughs> Raisin sauce. <laughs> Uh, raisin sauce. Uh, raisin toast. See, I get raisin. I'm never bread. saying raisin the R word ever again. <laughs> raisin sauce. Is it raisins? I don't eat ham. But you yeah, might but have had raisin sauce before. Never. You don't like raisins? Or? I like you know, raisins. Do you like an orange juice? So yeah. imagine, imagine if you could concentrate the orange juice by reducing it down over a low heat. You add the raisins. It's raisiny. It's plummy, raisiny, could be orange juice in there. I hate that he's I right. mean, with the pulp or no pulp? Of course, no pulp. Don't be ridiculous. You're making a sauce. I like my uh, orange juice watered down with vodka. Yes, you do. <laughs> yes, you do. Is that watered down or vodka down? <laughs> well, vodka he, down. he does prefer screwing around. I can attest to that. We're going to light our cigar today with the Vertigo Hades. The Vertigo Hades features a single jet push-button ignition, and it does feature the patented Vertigo big-ass tank. You got easy adjustment on the side, all for the low price of $24.99. That's the Vertigo Hades. All right. I, li- I like a finished foot. I don't like unfinished foot or what would you call this? So the majority of people will call it a shaggy foot, but sure. Aganorsu is calling it a brushed foot. I'm calling it a torched foot. That shit lit right up. Yeah, and they uh, do that so you can taste the full experience of Aganorsa 
signature tobacco. tobacco. And, and without the binder. Without, without the binder the, or the wrapper. Yeah. Mm. Did you experience it? I'm experiencing it right now. I did. Mm. It's pretty good. It's loaded with pepper on the on the initial get-go. Yeah, it is. And then once you get to the wrapper, it'll have some of that sweetness that's associated with tobacco from mm-hmm. Jalapa. The interesting thing of this is going to be a major change once it hits the wrapper and bind, a major difference. Because mm-hmm. all I'm smoking right now is the fill of tobaccos. Now, Barry, on the pepper, is that like black pepper on raisins, or is it cayenne pepper? Or? So, There's no more raisin. It's all uh, pepper. It's the ca- raisins it's, are gone. It's cayenne. <laughs> wow. That is front-ended pepper bomb. Pepper forward, they call it. Yeah. Wow. One of our listeners in the orange just messaged me that it tastes like summer sausage. Summer sausage. Pronounced, yeah. I believe, zosige. What's the difference between summer sausage and... Uh, yeah, winter sausage. About more pepper, inches. more <laughs> <laughs> check, please. <laughs> no shrinkage. <laughs> oh god! Um, cigar Journal Awards. You can vote now. You can you can nominate a favorite cigar right now, and I urge you to do it. Uh, year after year, the Cigar Trophy Awards are bestowed on, uh, uh, bestowed on cigar manufacturers, <laughs> easy for you to say, and other actors in the cigar world for excellence in performance. Each year, Cigar Journal turns you, the cigar smoker yourself, to make the decision which products deserve the appraisal. Have your say in one of the most enriched, most personal smoking experience through a great wealth of knowledge, commitment, and hard work. You choose best brand from the origin, what country they're made in, best cigars, best value, best accessory, and best lounge. If you've got a great cigar lounge, you want to nominate them, or a great cigar you want other people to know about, go on to CigarTrophy.com uh, right now. You can do it, and you can do it and nominate them from now until June 14th. After June 14th, that's a Sunday. It ends, so you didn't get to do it, because if you did nominate them, the voting phase now begins, and I guess they get take the top nominees, sure, and they bring them into the voting phase, and that will start on June 22nd to July 3rd, and then in September, they're going to announce the winners. You want to be part of it. You think, why isn't my cigar ever nominated? That's because you didn't nominate them. Go on to CigarTrophy.com and nominate them. I will. And I'm, I'm going to do it uh, for Fest Cigar Shop. Make sure you vote for Two Guys Smoke Shop. Yeah, <laughs> don't I don't know do about that. that. Oh, the manufacturers, they politic for it. Why can't I we? I them do it, but I find that. It's ghost. Best cigar from another country, Costa Rica, Adebay. Just saying. Just putting it out there. <laughs> that was nominated last year. Mm. That was nominated. Mm. I didn't do it, but it was nominated. Um but um, it's a, it, it's a um, what do you want to say? People have the most fans and stuff win, right? Yeah, popularity contest. Popularity, yes, extent. that's the word I was looking for. There's a lot of that. But, uh, hey, I like to go on there to let them know of something that I think they're going to not think about and put, put them in there so people think, oh, and if it ends up getting nominated, people look at it and maybe try that cigar that they didn't try before because it was nominated. So there's a lot of good that can come out of this. Uh, can you think of anybody that should be nominated? 
besides ourselves or anything like that. We won an award last uh, a few years back. Uh, we weren't even nominated. They just gave it to us, which uh, was very nice. Yeah, it was the industry nice. award of, of what we do, which was very nice. And I ruined your chance to go to Dusseldorf, Germany by getting married that weekend. You did. Yeah. And I ended up saying we can't you, do it. You didn't want to go anymore. I did. I, really? I did. I, and I wanted to go this year, too. And I can't because that's canceled. So and I don't know where you, they're going to do their awards this year. But and, um, you know, after almost 60 years, you decide I'm going to Italy. Canceled. Canceled, too. Yeah. I'm noticing a theme here. Anytime you make plans to travel, <laughs> something happens. shit happens. Shit happens. It's, uh, listen, I got an electric car. And gas went down to $1.70 a gallon. <laughs> Just saying. Just saying. Uh, well, thank you for getting that car. Yeah, yeah I do appreciate that. I would like Nelson Alfonso, something he makes to be nominated. I want him to be more known because the guy makes unbelievable cigars. Can you think of something that you want nominated out there that maybe you can tickle the public? To well, end I up? think we all know what I smoke every day. I don't even have to say it. Aldino. The Corojo Reserve, man. That thing is it's yeah. fire. Yeah. Um, another one, and, and we're smoking Agonosa Leaf right now, the Agonosa Signature Maduro is the shade-grown Maduro. I don't think there's enough talk about that cigar. That th this is something that was created that was never done before. I think that should be should be some presence to that. That it's pretty amazing what they did. Yeah, it's good. And years from now, it'll be a regular thing. But it it just happened. You should pay attention to that cigar too. Anything, Barry? Uh, you know, Atabe Ritos, I, I believe, should be nominated and it should win in uh, Best Cigar of a it Country. The biggest selling size, no yeah. doubt about it. Wait a minute. Did Barry ever give that one 100? No, he didn't. No, he didn't. But it is the biggest selling one right. by far. Okay. I don't know why, but it is. But it's my go-to, although I've been bouncing around a little bit and loving it. You have. And loving it because I always went to the Ritos too. But I think you can't, and, and Perdomo Army always comes through for him. Nick is always in the running for Nicaragua, but I think he always wins. How, uh, how how can you take anything away from him? I mean, he, no. he just gets better and better and better. Yeah, he's not looking for shortcuts. He's not looking to shortchange the public anyway. He gives as much as he possibly can give with every single one of the cigars. That is the word consistency. When you see consistently, people are always in the running all the time. You should look at those brands anyway. If it's something you poo-pooed before for whatever reason, go back to it. There's got to be a reason. There's consistency that's happening within that line. For some reason, where it consistently is at the top of the game, Something's, they're doing something right. And we talked about it in the last hour of construction and how the cigar burns and everything. You don't go back and forth to a cigar over and over and over if, the, if you're having trouble with that cigar. Correct. It just doesn't happen. I mean, you can you can almost abuse a Perdomo cigar and light it wrong, and the thing will catch up. It's it's pretty damn good. I think the Perdomo ESV, the ones that come in the coffin, mm, should be oh, nominated. Yeah. Those cigars are exceptional. Yeah, another one. That's going to be a big one at Father's Day. Yeah, we got we got yeah. Nick and Nicholas Perdomo yeah. coming up. The whole Perdomo uh, army is coming. <laughs> and I, I love the packaging on that ESV. Yeah. yeah, you know, you open it up and it really presents the cigar. Yeah, it lifts you. the cigar up <laughs> out of the box. Hello, <laughs> I'm here. It's like the Toto toilet when you approach the Toto toilet; it opens up. Hello, I haven't seen that yet. It's like does, my wife. Oh, it's like my wife unzipping my fly. Hello. Yeah. Does it say hello? <laughs> it doesn't, but it lights up. It, 
without speaking. It's just, just so happy to see you. I'm gonna save. I'm gonna save up something and and pay a visit in a couple of weeks so I can use it. <laughs> you do that right now. Let's find out what's up in the cigar world with Barry Stein. It's time for What's What's Up up? in the Cigar World, brought to you by Recluse Cigars. You want to know what's up? Recluse Cigars is what's up. Voted the 2015 Cigar of the Year is the Recluse Amadeus Reserva Habano. Every Recluse Cigar goes through eight, count them, eight fermentation cycles over the course of two full years. They are box-pressed and rolled end to bar for a perfect draw every time. If you haven't done it yet, be sure to try a Recluse Cigar today. So Joe D says uh, summer sausage is also the rest area sausage, which is also known as the Freddie Mercury, hashtag too soon. Anyway, a bill in Tennessee has been introduced that seeks to raise the cigar tax from 6.6% to 17%. Attached in the bill is a measure that would also abolish the food tax in the state. Abolish the food tax and raise the tobacco tax. Winners and losers, who they picking? Terrible. Uh, Massachusetts flavor ban is now in effect. Boo. The ban of all flavored cigars, pipe tobacco, and nicotine delivery products, including menthol cigarettes, became law on June 1st. Many retailers asked for the date to be pushed back as stores were closed due to COVID-19, and they were unable to liquidate their inventory. However, the state refused. Make it in Massachusetts used to be the theme of that state. <laughs> if you can make it there, you can make it anywhere. They do everything <laughs> they can to hurt the brick and mortar. They do everything. It's unbelievable how bad they are. We've had more people come up here looking for menthol cigars. We always sell the cigars, and they've been coming in. Oh, my God. We should have been in the menthol cigarette Could have sold truckloads. Oh, my God. It was unbelievable. It is unbelievable. And all they're doing is driving people out of their state into a neighboring state to buy that. And while they're up here, by the way, they're buying everything else, too. Correct. La Aurora announced that they're shipping the new La Aurora TAA cigar uh, this coming week, and it will be available at twoguyscigars.com. And JRE also announced that it will begin its national distribution a month early of Aladino Cameroon with TP, uh, PCA being canceled. It was launched already at Two Guys Smoke Shop. It did really well. We'll have it back in stock in about a week. And lastly, Scandinavian Tobacco Group has announced the passing of Hector Vanegas. He was the company's manufacturing manager for its operations in Esteli, Nicaragua. The cause of death was due to complications from COVID-19. He was 50 years old. Wow. And STG has started a GoFundMe to help his family, and so far they've raised $12,000. And that's what's up in the cigar world. Uh, we, we, we lost some people in the cigar industry. Oh, what, what a shame. Um, we are... Doing an after show, Barry, and you're going to come up with the thing Yeah, yet? we'll talk a little bit about summertime cigars and, you well, know, you, doing the right thing at a barbecue. And, and drinking, of course. And, of course, drinking. Okay. All right, we'll get into that. Beginning to worry about uh, you. I got uh, some calls from the people at Perdomo. Speaking of Perdomo, uh, we have the firecracker coming out, and their phones have been lighting up over the firecracker, and we already have them. We have them. They have none. We have them all, a thousand boxes of them, and they said, when are you going to do this, and how, mm-hmm. how can they do it, and people are calling all this stuff, and I said, um, where can they go, and I said, they can't go anywhere yet, they are going on sale Saturday, June 20th at 10 a.m., they can come in the stores, they can go online, but nothing will be there until 10 a.m. on Saturday, June 20th. Why are you doing this? Perdomo mm-hmm. is quite the opposite of this. 
everything is always available at Perdomo. Right. And there's nobody better than them that they never have it. And it's just irritating the hell out of them. And thank you for playing along with us and letting us do it the way we do this it. This is how we launch the firecracker. This is this, how it happens. Right. And it, the fact that it says Perdomo on it doesn't change how it's being launched. Oh, my God. I'm it, fielding emails through the Cigar Authority. People are writing in on the Contact mm-hmm. Us page. How do I get on the list? There's no list. They go on sale at 10 a.m. There's 1,000 boxes. You got like six hours maybe. So- you know, as long as you place your order in that time, you should be okay. The record to beat is eight hours. Okay. The record no, have, to, have we ever done a thousand boxes before? Um, I don't remember. I don't think how so. many. Of, I think this is the uh, biggest. Five, this is the biggest yeah. one-time order. That's a big brand, and it's going to go well. And and we're going to have Nick and Nicholas up here. Um, for three days at the store, and we're going to launch it together, and um, this is big well, big for us. Beer and Beards brings up a good point. He says, um, or if you had the care package, you could have had one. Ah, <laughs> why do we got to blow up the spot like that? That's all right. They know, they know what they got. Speaking of the care package, we had some issues. Yes, there were some issues this week uh, between COVID-19 and civil unrest that has delayed the care package to certain people who no. see their... Cigars moved through a hub in a major metropolis that has seen some of the unrest, such as New York City, Detroit, Philadelphia. Uh, it's actually so bad that there's actually uh, just outside of Chicago, a postal truck was hijacked. They recovered the truck, but everything on the truck is now evidence. And there was a person's Atabay order on that truck. Oh, no. So we had to replace the order. Oh, it couldn't have been a bundle of dogs <laughs> on <break>. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so he's been in touch with the Postal Department. We reached out to the Postal Department. Unfortunately, it's going to be held up for about a year. Uh, those those, are those gone. cigars are gone. So, uh, But we stand behind our product and our delivery at twoguyscigars.com, and we replaced it, no questions asked. Wow, we got two ash holes in the audience here. We have wow. Ed Sullivan, who's sitting behind the board, but Matt Tobacco is in the house. The ash holes every Tuesday at, at 4 p.m. At 4 p.m. Eastern. Are you listening to the ash holes? You should I do. Listen. They smoke good cigars. Last week? Oh, well, Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Man, I was jealous. Me too. <laughs> You could have joined. Well, you were already smoking something else. I was. Right? Unfortunately, I didn't realize what you guys were going to smoke, and I, I couldn't let the one I, I was going go. Just to backtrack to the firecracker, since somebody asked, the Perdomo firecracker on twoguyscigars.com at the top of the page is a rotator. Uh, there'll be a graphic showcasing the Perdomo firecracker that you click to. It'll take you to the brand page, and you can buy it that way. So people have asked, how much is it? One nineteen ninety nine for a box. Absolutely, absolutely. Okay. And how many in a box? Twenty. One nineteen ninety nine. Limit two boxes per person. Yes. You don't want anybody buying a whole bunch and then going out there in the secondary market and trying to sell them off to somebody else. If you only want one, get one. Uh, can they buy singles? They can buy singles. Buy singles will be available. Yeah. So singles. Don't be box, that guy that says, uh, "I'm going to just order one so I could try it before I buy a box." Yeah. The, the <laughs> box, by the time out. you try it, the boxes will be gone. Yeah. So it's not that. Believe me, I smoked it. It was fabulous. It's very good. Uh, so be good with uh, two guys. The anniversary party. Uh, we still have some tickets left for there. Uh, I'm not worried anymore because we're down in the in the 20s right now, and uh, not bad for. Uh, through COVID-19, but that is that. And some good news is uh, this week, New Hampshire, on June 15th, are rallying wedding halls to open up to half capacity with belief that by the beginning of August, it'll be the full capacity. And Massachusetts is about two weeks behind us, so I think it looks like this is going to go off with no problem. 
Mm. So I don't have to worry about refunds. Refunding, yep. Good. Except for that guy that got the database in Chicago. Yes. Well, <laughs> yeah, just sent him another one. Just sent him another one. Mm. Got to do the right thing. Yep. It's not our fault, but we got to make it right for him no matter what, mm. right? That's what you do. Right now, it's time for the Don Raphael Offer of the Day. It's brought to you by Don Raphael Cigars. Everyone has a price. Would you do this? And if so, for how much? $50. Take a bite of ivory soap and chew it for one full minute. It must have happened to you as a kid, right? Sure, I'll do it. I've done it. You've done it. (laughs) Back in the day, before uh, you would... Spoiler alert, it tastes just like some Cuban cigars. Yeah? (laughs) Um... Yeah, you do. You say a swear word or something, and your mother make you chew on some soap. So this is going to be a surprise. Both of my parents were Amway distributors when I was a kid. So you had the good stuff, and uh, they would have Liquid Organic Cleaner (LOC), and that was you said a swear, you got a squirt of that in your mouth. I acquired a taste for it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I could chew an ivory bar for a minute, no problem. You've done it, right? No, no. Could I substitute like Irish Spring? Oh, that one's the <laughs> grossest one. Yeah, uh, I can't. That gags me. Ivory's 99% pure, man. I don't know what it's pure, but. All right, I'm out. Do you ever do it? No. You never had a chew soap? No. no. You were a good soap. boy? You were a good boy? Very yeah. very good. Back yeah. in Ed Sullivan's day, it was castor oil. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or just a good old-fashioned backhand. Want a fresh well, one, Well, there Sullivan? was that, yeah. <laughs> Back in the day. Did you see the woman that was beating on her son for um, being at one of the protests? Yeah. It was actually from the Baltimore protest. Oh, really? A few years ago uh, when Obama yep. was in president. That's I'm, I'm not calling out a president just for a time frame of what year it happened. Uh, but that was during the protest that she beat the living daylights out of him. I loved it. That was awesome. <laughs> it, was, it was awesome huh? because that kid straightened out. You know, the, the, that's the parents' job to straighten them out. And she slapped them in front of everybody and come on and pushed them. And, mm-hmm. and, and the kid knew better than to raise his hand or anything mm-hmm. to him. Uh, and he was bigger than her. Yes, he was. And he, he realized mom's always right. And Absolutely. Absolutely. When, when, I'd love an interview with her and him. Yeah. I'd love to, to see that and say, you know, straighten out your kids. My God, straighten the kids out. Because these these are the people that are going to be taking care of us when we get older. Oh, my God. Please help us, God. So, Lunatic Torch Dreamlands. Any reason why it's called this? Dreamlands Torch? You know, what's what's up with the Well, it looks looks like an old-fashioned torch when you first pull it out of the Mm. the box. Okay. Because of the unfinished foot. Yeah, that that little shag that's happening there. And when you light it up, it looks like a torch. So, now that we've passed the brush what they call the brush, and we're into the, it's much better that now it is a well-rounded cigar. As we talk about, you want a cigar to burn properly. It is now burning properly because it's wrapper, filler, and binder in a blend. Remember we tasted- The with, individual components, yep. And, well, I don't like this one. I don't like that one. You put the two together. We smoked them together. Eh, it's okay. Now let's smoke the finished cigar as, as it's meant to be With a binder, with a wrapper. Wow, what a difference. And now- this is a this is much like that process we went through without three different cigars. We went through it. At the beginning of it, uh it was, yeah, a, it was a little it was peppery. A pe- yeah, it was too peppery. It wasn't well rounded. It is now. Now it is a complete cigar, very good. Too thick. I wonder how much that plays into the finished flavor 
where it's so aggressive at the beginning and now I'm so happy with what it tastes like. Would I be as happy if it just started off like this? I'd be I'd rather it's just ah, like this. But you can make that happen by just getting your cutter and cutting off the cutting off the brush part. Which if I did it again, I would probably do that. See, I wouldn't. I kind of like the little aggressive note yeah. at the beginning. Somebody told me before, you know, cigars don't start strong and then mile down. What happens is you start getting used to it. And I don't believe that's true at all, that it changes as it's going. But it's just an argument somebody has that says it's not. This, this was a pepper bomb. It is not a pepper bomb. Now, is there a pepper component to it? Yeah, much, much in the background. Although no, you you'll get, still pick that up on the retro hail, right, John? I don't know. You got the uh, <laughs> you got a cigar like uh, CLE's eleven eighteen size, where they overlap the tips of the tobacco in the center to make that bulbous shape. Yeah. When you get to the middle of that, you know, it. holy God, it goes from seven on the Corojo to thirty five in strength. And the interesting thing that happens there is um, the dramatic change that ends up happening. That of, of smoking a different size of that cigar, it's a different. It's a different well, product, right? It is a different product altogether. Yeah, the eleven eighteen is special. That that one goes to full body to ten. Very good. Okay, let's take a break, and when we come back, it's the matchup of the week and some interesting letters in the mailbag. We're going to get to that and more. We're live in the Toscano Cigar Soundstage, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Let's talk a little about Rough Rider Cigars. So here is where the motorcycle culture meets Cigar Nation. This badass looking cigar uses the name Rough, but delivers a smooth as silk ride each and every time. Even before lighting one, you can't help but notice its sweet like honey flavor. Smooth and creamy, resembling slightly sweetened butter. Outstanding! The Rough Rider Cigar is so beautiful in so many ways. We're talking a premium cigar, imported, long filler cigar, but wait till you hear the price. Every cigar is in the $3 price range, that's right. Even the Churchill in the 6x60, every cigar is in the $3 price range. Rough Rider Cigars, there's nothing rough about Rough Rider except the name. Rough Rider Cigars. The following message is brought to you by Drew Estate. Drew Estate, the rebirth of cigars and the new Drew Diplomat app. Join me, Barry Stein, from the Cigar Authority on Drew Diplomat. As you know, I am quite partial to Liga Pavada number 9 from Drew Estate. So join me for a Liga and share your experience with Drew Estate. And while you're at it, don't forget to check into Two Guys Smoke Shop on the Drew Diplomat app. Drew Diplomat is now available for the iPhone and Android. To learn more about Drew Diplomat, visit DrewDiplomat.com. That's DrewDiplomat.com. You must be at least 21 years of age or older and a resident of the United States, including D.C. To be eligible for membership in this program, other terms and conditions apply. Surgeon General warning, cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. Since 1903, when La Aurora Cigars first opened their doors as the first cigar factory of the Dominican Republic, they have defined Dominican cigar manufacturing. Now, La Aurora continues that innovation with La Aurora Dominican DNA, featuring an exceptional blend whose soul is the Andullo. 
La Aurora pays tribute to the oldest Dominican tobacco process with a cigar that features tobacco that is part of their heritage and their DNA. The La Aurora DNA features this hard-to-work tobacco that brings the unique characteristics of strength, inspiring aroma, and sweetness that creates an exceptional smoking experience that only La Aurora can bring you. Experience La Aurora Dominican DNA with its Cibao Valley Dominican wrapper, an authentic Cameron binder from Africa with fillers from the Dominican Republic, Pennsylvania, Nicaragua, and Anduyo. Available at top retailers like twoguyscigars.com and is distributed in the United States by Miami Cigar and Company. Experience the rich tradition of the legendary H. Upman brand with the latest addition to their iconic 1844 line. The H. Upman 1844 Añejo uses a rich, well-balanced blend of Nicaraguan, Honduran, and Dominican tobaccos and an extra-aged wrapper that offers a deep aroma with a bold finish. The H. Upman 1844 Añejo is sure to please adult smokers looking for a delicious, handmade, premium smoke that is aged to perfection. Surgeon General warning, cigar smoking can cause lung cancer and heart disease. Jose Dominguez, Jose Dominguez, Jose, Jose, Jose Dominguez. What the hell are you doing? I'm writing a commercial for Jose Dominguez. Well, what you should be doing is talking about how good they are. That Jose Dominguez makes millions of cigars for other people, but saves the best tobaccos and the best blend for his namesake, Jose Dominguez. Not singing a song, if that's what you think you're doing. What I am doing is creating what is known as a donut. Hey, nobody's going to take away your donuts. No, a donut in a commercial is when it starts with a jingle and then the information comes in and then ends with the song again. The information is the filling of the donut. Why does everything you talk about have to center around food and usually donuts? I don't know. Listen, Jose Dominguez cigars come in four great sizes and two wrappers. The mild, buttery, smooth, natural, and the slightly bolder Maduro. And every cigar is about $5. You know as well as I do, Dave, Jose Dominguez is no $5 cigar. It's worth so much more. It's a sensational value. Okay, here's the end of the donut. You ready? Jose Dominguez. Jose Dominguez. Hello and good afternoon. It's Randolph Churchill here. My great-grandfather would have loved the Cigar Authorities show. And we are back. We're smoking the Lunatic Church Dreamlands. Welcome back to the Cigar Authority. This is a 60-ring gauge cigar. So, did, did you say Lunatic Church? Yeah, he did. That's what yeah. I heard. Lunatic yeah. Church? Torch. No, torch. Just read the copy that's on your paper there. Lunatic Torch Dreamland. I said church? You yes. said church. Really? Not once, but twice. Okay. <laughs> anyway, it is a 60 ring gauge. So how does a 60 ring gauge burn to a 50 ring gauge? It's, does the burn change? We're talking about burn. Does it have anything to do with the thickness of a cigar? Well, when it, you go from a 60 ring to a Lancero, I mean, one of the biggest issues I have with a Lancero is keeping them lit. Because if you're not puffing on it, it's smaller, so there's less combustion, so it stays lit a less amount of time. Where a bigger ring gauge cigar, you could set down, pick it up in two minutes, it's still burning. Yeah. 
which I love because yep. I put it down and I'm busy with something. And I, I get back to a cigar and I take a puff and it's still lit and I'm so happy. Right. Because but it, it doesn't have I a- find bigger engaged cigars on cheaper brands don't burn as well as the Toro does. If you're comparing yeah, a same. Super Toro to a, to a Toro, you get into a premium line. Perdomo, Aganorsa, these guys know what they're doing. They're not shortchanging or putting crappy tobacco fillers in there. They're blending for flavor, even on a 60. So you, you do get a better burn, I think, out of a 60 ring gauge on a more reputable brand. Yeah. yeah. When I end up smoking, say, the Asylum, for instance, uh, they were blended to be the ring, big Correct. ring gauge to begin yeah. with. So, it, it you know, as opposed to making a cigar that you have a line of all 50s and now all of a sudden you make a 60, that's when right. you usually see, okay, this is not burning the way the blender intended the yeah, cigar I think to be. A lot of blenders are still blending for a 50 first, mm. and then they go through and make the adjustments. Yeah, yeah. That's what ends up happening. I'll tell you, the, the, there's a 60 ring gauge I go to often, and that is the Aladino Corojo, regular Corojo in the 60 mm. ring gauge. It's just that additional filler of Corojo just pops. Just more goodness, huh? It is. Yeah. More is better. In that sometimes, case, yeah. Sometimes. For Ed Sullivan to say it, because you usually down, you like it in the 40s. Oh, we're talking about cigars. Cigars. Oh. <laughs> On yeah. the Cigar Authority show, yes. Yes. I lose track. All right. It's time for the matchup of the week. Brought to you by VS. VS means versus, but it stands for Victor Sinclair. Victor Sinclair Cigars. And with all this uh, craziness that's going out, uh, happening right now, here's a uh, perfect question for you. Would you rather be free or totally safe? You want to be free or totally safe? Free. Yeah, with freedom comes safety, so free. Well, not necessarily. They, they you know, do you want... Uh, right, if you just look at crime rates, sometimes they're lower in places with dictators. Yeah. And so you lose your freedom, but you may get some safety. I'm a, <clears throat> I'm a free guy. I like free. Are you living free or living, dying? Living free. He's moving to New Hampshire. He's finally going to do it. Wow. I'm finally going to do it. I lived in New Hampshire for the last 25 years. I spent three months in Massachusetts. There we go. I, and we, thought, we thought we lost you. <laughs> we thought we lost you. That's it. Moving back to New Hampshire. Live free or die, they say. Although I, I felt the past few months we have not been all that free, where they told right. us how to run our operations and whether to open and whether not to open. And the, I was afraid we were losing our freedom. Yeah, I'm, I'm just a masshole, but I was shocked that New Hampshire kept their beaches closed yeah. even longer than Massachusetts. Yeah. There was uh, no need of it. And uh, I appreciate my freedom more than ever, that I want the right to carry and all that stuff, right? What are you carrying? I'm carrying. Are you? Oh, been, been a lot of carrying lately. <laughs> I never stopped. Yeah. <clears throat> more, more than ever. All right. You got a mailbag you want to you do here? Yeah. This uh, message was submitted through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com. And John writes, I hate to be the despised know-it-all, but I want to clean up your various misstatements or omissions during your last show, as you are the Cigar Authority. All right. What's the last show? The last show? Yeah. Okay. And in the show intro, Dave really threw down the gauntlet, quote, we are going to cut our cigars every way 
end quote. So here is what you missed. Ah. The off cut or shoulder cut. A variation of this I prefer is the off-center V-cut, or as I like to call it, the whistle tip or the whistle cut. This was championed by Christian Aroa during the show Fun and Games with Christian Aroa of CLE Cigars, 519-2018. Specifically to redirect the air... Was that, was that in the ash holes, or was that... No, that was, yeah, that was he us. Did yeah, he did it with us. Yeah. Uh, redirect the air away from the tongue and toward the hard palate. Number two. That's a miscut. <laughs> That's what I would call that. He he had us do it, and it was it was pretty good. I do it from time to time. All right. <laughs> uh, the Crusade Cross, which is a horizontal and vertical deep V cut, true V cuts, is a I've rarer cut. But I sometimes see it used and will use it myself if trying cigars with friends at the local lounge for identification right. that's, reasons. That's somebody who doesn't have a straight cut. Isn't happy with their V cut. Right. They cut two V's in it. And sometimes they cut even more. They're so yeah. unhappy. Six, eight. Uh, <laughs> you go up another to, miscut. You go up to three cuts, and now you have the crown. And it's, oh. and it's pretty good. Uh, it's bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> the deep V cut in a torpedo is frequently called a swallowtail. Like Get the hell out of here. <laughs> You're making this shit up. Like the back of a swallowtail, sur- a swallowtail surfboard or a swallowtail. That has to Four. be your favorite cut. <laughs> Jonathan was incorrect when he said you can't carry scissors around in your pocket. The Zycar multi-tool, yeah. it performs well as a cigar scissors can. It's not great, but it's okay. Uh, it also has a great size and weight in the hand when folded. And for hall monitor, Jonathan, his panties and pocket items are protected from the blades. <laughs> <laughs> the best part, though, is the bleeding tool. It also can be used for plug cigars, which I'm going to say that is incorrect. Zycar themselves knows that that is not a great bleeding tool because they came out with a bleeding tool that you it protects the stem of the filler. When so you, you don't press break down, the stem, yeah. So that is not a good. So who who wrote this? This is John <coughs> is writing this, from Florida. Is that a new guy? Uh, I don't know that I've had John writing all right, to us before. Good, all right, I, I like it so uh, far. Yeah, he obviously gets it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, love the show. Never heard of or seen the poke or the pick. Thank you for the hours of entertainment and oh. knowledge and laughs to the last five years I've been listening. Wow, long time listener, first time writer, as I see it. Mm. All right, he's got a per- he's got a personality he for does. sure. He knows how to get his, his email read. That's <laughs> yeah. shit on the hosts. The go swallow right to the top tail. Of the Come on, the swallow tail. <laughs> <laughs> I missed that. I missed the swallow tail. You, you got me on that. Oh my god. <laughs> All right, let's do it. We can do it. The classic three way brought to you by Classic Cigars. It's time for this day in classic history, brought to you by Classic Cigars. Classic cigars are now the most affordable cigar brand in America. With prices as low as $1.50, this cigar has something for everyone. The Classic Connecticut is light and smooth. The Classic Maduro is bold, but never overpowering. The Classic Cameroon sits somewhere in between with hints of sweetness. And the Classic Cuban is a real knockoff of the taste and flavors from old-time Havana's. Classic cigars are sold in cost-saving bundles of 20 and sold in five great sizes, ranging from $1.50 to $2.25 per cigar, which makes Classic the most affordable premium handmade cigar in America. Classic Cigars. I want to change the name of this to uh, Can You Beat Ed Sullivan? Do you think I should just say 1944 for every answer? No, no. 
Um, He's not even the champion of the year. He can never beat me when it counts. I, this has been a long run. Well, I, I don't, think through the whole COVID-19. Yeah, I don't study at the end of the year. Nor do I. Really? I'm just really good at this game. <laughs> when it counts. <laughs> All right. Did you see Tiger King? Yes. No, no my wife did. Well. I kind of wish I could unsee it because I think it permanently lowered my IQ. Well, let's see. All I know is that Carol Baskin is a piece of shit. Well, born today is Carol Baskin, animal rights activist known for being the chief executive office for a nonprofit animal sanctuary, Big Cat Rescue. She's well-known documentary and high-praised feud with Joe Exotic. In 2020, she appeared in the hit Netflix documentary, Tiger King. Carol Baskin is born today. Happy birthday, Carol Baskin. What year was she born? I mean, she's bound to look bad for her age, but I don't know. Let's go 1964. 64. 1958. 58. 59. 59. One point for Barry Stein. 59. Going to 59. One over him, and that's what did it for you. Barry gets a point. Right. <laughs> he's checking to see if he's got, got that written Wanna down. Want to make sure he had it written down. All right, it goes over to Mr. Jonathan. Robert Englund. Uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Yes. Character actor who skyrocketed to horror fame by playing Freddy Krueger in Nightmare on Elm Street. He acted in Nightmare on Elm Street on Elm Street 3, Dream Warriors, and earned a nomination for Best Supporting Actor. He was born today. What year, Mr. Jonathan? 1940. 40. Take your time, Barry. 1948. 48. 1957. 57. Mr. Jonathan will take the point at 40 because it was 47, Ed Sullivan. You said 48. 47. Mr. Jonathan gets a point. Barry gets a point. By the way, it's three questions and one tiebreaker. Oh, no. So you better step it up, Ed Sullivan. Notice how he tells us how many it is after uh, it looks like I got a shot of winning. I already have it written down here with a line underneath with the tiebreaker. See it? Without yeah, looking you could at have the written number. that line anytime. I didn't. You just showed it's Jonathan t- the answers. I didn't. Well, that, that gets his. I don't know where to look. <laughs> um, this is over to Barry. Colin Edward Quinn is an American stand-up comedian, actor, and writer. On television, best known for his work as a cast member on Saturday Night Live, where he anchored weekend updates, and on MTV. He was born today. Colin Quinn. Born today, it's comedy. Ed should get this. 1960. 1960. I had 61. 61. I unfortunately had 1960 for two points. Everybody is over. Everybody is over. It's 1959. Well, 59. Barry and I tie. But we have a tiebreaker. I should get it. Because no. Ed Sullivan could get this. I'm the champion. And it could be a three-way tie, and he would hold All his right. record. I could still win, right? You could win with an exact number. You ain't going to win this one, buddy. You're out. This is over to Ed Sullivan. TV sitcom Sex in the City premiered in the United States on HBO starring Jessica, Sarah Jessica Parker today. What year? I don't even know what those people do. Those sex people. What Um, year did they do it? 2004. 2004. 1990. 1990. 1994. 1994 for Barry's win. 1998. Mm. Barry is a champion. We have a new champion. He 
There's no way I can beat the purple haze. Suck it, Trebek. And, and he wins with sex in the city. So he's got to be <laughs> proud of that. That is that. Smoking the uh, Lunatic Torch Dreamland. What do you think? I put Very? my cigar down that whole thing. Let's see. Still lit. It's actually really good. And the 60 doesn't bother me. You know, when I first started doing the show with you, I dreaded a 60. Yeah. Now it's, eh, it's, and I mean, we say it every time we smoke a 60. Yeah, but it becomes the regular thing now. Yeah, it's actually a nice amount of flavor, a nice amount of strength. It's in my wheelhouse. It's a little peppery. There's some espresso notes in there, even some dark chocolate. It's very complex. Now, do they have this in a smaller ring gauge? No, I think this is the smallest. This is it. There is the Visionaries, uh, which sold out, so that's why we went with the 60. And what's the Visionaries? Uh, I'd have to look it up. All right, look it up. Don't be afraid to look it up before you open your pie hole. (laughs) Have the information ready. Wow. Pie hole. The following message was submitted through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com. And Larry writes, I've been a religious listener of the podcast for about a year now. Can we become a religion? (laughs) Six and a half by 52. 52. I want that one. All right. It sold out first, so other people would think of that, too. You know, Imagine if I wasn't in the middle of reading this guy's mailbag. You haven't even as much as the four and a half by 70 the, is, is like a obese nub. I actually liked it. Ooh. The mad folk. Their, yeah. uh, their 70 ring gauges are, are really spot on. Confessions from Barry. Mm. He actually liked it. So Larry's been a religious listener of the podcast Who's for about Larry? a year now. The guy that wrote this letter? Yeah. All right. And a patron of two guys for over 10 years. Yay! Listening to the show absolutely influences my decisions on cigars. Here's the best example. When Jonathan Carney was on last year talking about the Sober Mesa Brulee, he was going on about how he thought the cigar was sweet-tipped. I had heard of the cigar and never thought of buying it until after that show. I'm not a mild to medium cigar smoker. But the way he was talking about it got me intrigued. He was talking negatively, if I recall. (laughs) I bought a box and was blown away by the flavors. I gave one to my friend who is a casual cigar smoker, and he went out and bought a box. Wow. I think Jonathan Carney's pitch was better than Steve Saka, who is way too humble in how he pitches his cigars. Humble. That's the word I use for him. He's a terrible salesman. I would never use the word humble to describe Steve Soccer. I also bought the the top 10 strongest cigars and ended up getting a box of the Tricky Trackers. Lastly, the way Mr. Jonathan talks about the Aladino Corojo Reserve, I had to buy multiple singles. I will be buying a box of those as well. Keep doing what you're doing. Signed, Larry. Okay. Yeah, we moved more of those brulees than Saka did just by... That's impossible. Because <laughs> we, we bought them all from him. No, I mean just us saying that it was sweet-tipped. Moved a lot of boxes, I think. The, the controversial thing that happened there actually made that cigar really move. Which I is think so. Which, which I, I never which, had a which problem. Which he could be that smart. Do you think that so? That's on purpose. It could be. Yeah, I wouldn't be. I wouldn't put well, it past him. Well, he's so humble, or, it's hard to tell how smart he is. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that. Yeah. <laughs> I'll reserve my comments I, I normally the show is over. <laughs> I normally would have a problem with one manufacturer kind of talking shit about another manufacturer, but Carney did it in such a tongue-in-cheek way. And, uh, he, he, in he front of him. And, and in front of him, yeah. But he didn't, he didn't talk trash about the cigar. He talked trash about soccer, which I kind of liked. Oh, yeah. He showed up. He showed up. For the the meatball, 
Any brulee meatball. Any brulee meatballs were carried that on. Yeah, it was good. And he, it was good. And soccer was a good sport about it. He oh, was. Yeah. He was. It was good. It was All right. Good. Also submitted through the Contact Us page of the CigarAuthority.com. Stephen writes, have you ever been a big fan of a cigar, smoked it one day, and just wasn't feeling it? I recently smoked my cigar that I smoke all the time, and I wasn't getting the flavor notes I remember from it. I don't smoke often enough for palate fatigue, but I feel like my preference for cigars has changed. I don't quite appreciate fuller-bodied cigars like I used to. I'm finding mild to medium cigars more enjoyable. That's good. It usually goes the other way around, Mm -hmm. but that's good. I, I have been finding in the shop on the retail floor that guys do end up moving, either going stronger or going milder, very few times are they going laterally but i think that that's kind of a normal arc that's going to happen yeah you mentioned it was just one time you know even though it's not palate fatigue you could have eaten something that changed your palate yeah my buddy Fal, was acidic my buddy Fal that comes up was a full-bodied cigar smoker mm-hmm. he cannot even smoke full-bodied cigars he's bought full-bodied boxes yeah and then said any chance i can turn these in or something it's just too much i can't do it mm-hmm. yeah switch it out and stuff. I said, what happened to you? From a guy that used to smoke full body, now he's nothing but mild, ultra mild stuff, which is weird, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it goes it goes every every different way. Everybody's different. Everybody's different. That's why, you know, we got 1,100 open boxes in the store, 1,100 different things. Why is that? Because there's a taste for everybody. And, uh, and I think it changes. Or so you just get sick of the same thing, except for you and Jonathan, Smoking the same thing all No, the time. it'll happen eventually. I'll move on to another cigar that I find that, that hits my profile. But if you switch it up all the time, then you don't switch off that. You know, you don't get to that fatigue of I'm just sick of the same thing. It's eating the same thing over and over. And then, okay, now I'm sick of it. I never want to eat that again. Hey, if, you look at, if you look at my purchases, there's five common purchases with other cigars with mixed it, in, but you'll see that I, there's five cigars that I lean toward on a regular. Yeah, that's about where I'm at. Yeah. I get five regulars. Yeah. Well, it, it has improved over the years. It used to be that everybody smoked what they smoked, and they didn't switch it up at all. And now you're seeing most people of, give me a box of my regular things, and I'm one of this, one of that, two of that. Mm-hmm. Um, the be- The good thing is that cigars have never been better than they are right now. And I and hear we've been people saying that for a couple yeah, of years. It's but it's true. They, they, and, and it's blenders that we we're talking about during the show. They got it down really good. It's unbelievable that they can be consistent. Yeah. But, and even before that, you got companies bringing in bare systems so that they can have the drip irrigation and have the soil content be exactly what it needs to be mineral-wise to produce the best tobacco. I think tobacco's never been better. Right. And the factories are doing a better job, too, in terms of rolling consistently. Yeah. 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 Draw testing becoming the thing. And, and the cleanliness is improved unbelievable and everything if, if there's one thing we get out of this whole COVID 19 thing i think everything's going to be wash more your clean. damn hands and don't touch your face yeah yeah hmm. i thought that the the beards and stuff were going to go away during this i was kind of yeah. hoping yeah, me too but you always got something going on there yeah but not some kind of van dyke or something yeah will you make it fun of my beard yes little i like my beard yeah you think clean shaven would come back? Uh, not for me. I look like an absolute pedophile. <laughs> <laughs> is that right? Bald guy with no facial hair. The only thing on my whole face is eyebrows. I can't do it. I should probably follow this on to keep my mouth shut, but I'll never forget when I first started working here and I had uh, I was like growing a beard. Uh, it might have been during playoff hockey where it's a uh, 
you know, you grow your beard until your team loses. Jonathan's like, you shouldn't be having a beard. You shouldn't have facial hair. You should be shaving every day. Mm. And now he has the head dyke. I shave every day. I keep everything clean and tight and neat. But back when I started the show, you didn't have the facial hair. I've always had facial hair. Not like it is now. I have a sky piece like mm. Matt Tobacco's. Sky mm. piece? That's what that's called. Yeah? Why? You connect the, must- the mustache and the goatee. Oh. Sky piece. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. And yeah, whatever. I just don't want to talk about touching your face. When yeah. I grow a beard or something, I'm always touching mm-hmm. it and pulling at it, and I can't stand it. Yeah. You had the Prince mustache for a while, right? In the outfits. I have the Prince. Remember, outfit. I grew the beard, then I grew it into the Mr. Jonathan, <laughs> yeah. and then I did the Barry Stein. <laughs> I was like, Daddy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was scary. When, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when is the time of year you're supposed to grow the faith? N- November. November? Maybe I'll do it in November. Give me something to look forward to. Or <laughs> give you guys something to look forward to. All right. That's all I got. Um, Lunatic Torch Dreamland uh, Church. Church. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, I, I would definitely smoke it again. It's in, certainly in my wheelhouse as far as I, I love the complexity of the flavors. I love the flavor changes. I do like that a slight pepper forward at the beginning. I'm a fan. I even don't mind the ring gauge. It's it's good. Yeah, I just wish the ring gauge was smaller or make a torpedo version of this. And then I don't have to have it. I think I'm going to start a church, the Church of Cigars, and then I can file for taxes. I'm sure. How about first work on changing your last name? Get that accomplished. But there's a financial aspect to doing the church thing because you have tax exempt. Yeah. Don't have to pay the government. They're they're trying to take the church away. Can you go to church yet? Are you allowed to go to church? I haven't heard that one. Because of the 15th, you can can go. The 15th, you can go to church again? You're going to go? You can tell how religious we all are. I I know here in New Hampshire, they have opened up churches. Um, I was at uh, my friend, Pastor Jacob. Uh, he just shares the building with another building, so the building hasn't allowed him to put the services back into that building, but other churches are open. Okay, well, that's good. All right, that's it for this week. Uh, next week, what does aging cigars really do? Mr. Jonathan is testing a theory that he has. We're going to be the guinea pigs for this, and I love it. Uh, we're going to smoke a one-year-old cigar yep. and the same exact cigar at the same time. Don't try this at home, folks. We are professionals at it. But does it, how dramatically does it change it after one year, two years, three years, ten years? What is it? We're going to dig deep into this of aging cigars. Until then, you've been listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And if you've learned nothing else in the last two hours, always remember to keep the lid end out of your mouth. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.